ass dick titties head 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 capital punishment you can fuck off a banana's tree star texas star texas when you talk that shit about star trek it's like you just harpooned a baby star trek hello and welcome to a very serious and professional podcast about star trek uh, we were learning our colors right before we came on. <laughs> we all need some help with his colors. Orange is basically red with wa- <laughs> with with oh, orange is just watered down red. Don't at me. Orange is just red that doesn't believe in itself. <laughs> <laughs> this is Star Trek sucks. Um, well, it's a podcast about Star Trek. My name is Leo. I like Star Trek. I'm Jack, and I don't I don't care for the program. Um, this is uh, this is a show where we spend way too much time um, delving into and giving way too much um, examination to the premises contained within Star Trek: The Next Generation and occasionally other Star Trek properties. Mm-hmm. We also uh, frequently discuss the Expanse. Yeah, it's uh, also about the Expanse, the novels, and the TV show. Yeah, I'm on Nemesis Games now. Uh huh. Um, it's pretty good. Why are we doing NPR voices stuff? Uh, I don't know. I, I, the, the 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 kind of crass nature of the the new addition <laughs> to the intro song I felt you required just, some. You're just being reactionary just, to yeah. the thing that y- I just watched you make. Yeah, that I just made. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's probably some psychology going on there, but you know. Yep. Jack, uh, what's good? Uh, uh, everything's fine. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm still delighted by what's good with you, asshole. I got uh, a bunch of I got a bunch of new uh, bricks laid out in the front yard, as you saw when you arrived. I also I discovered something new. Um, constantly, constantly in a learning process. You know, doing all the all the work around the house. Um, I found out today that uh, part of the reason that I was having so much trouble with the the grass seed in the front yard um, is that, as it turned out, turns out. Um, after you've had uh, like a bunch of real big ass heavy uh, machines drive on your mm. on your ground, I think I see where this is going. It's a good idea to to put a tiller in there because mm-hmm. otherwise that ground's real hard. Tiller, I hardly know her. <laughs> you tiller, you broader. Um, yeah, uh, that ground's real hard, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I had been I hadn't really done much of that, and I just kept throwing more grass seed and straw and whatnot on the, the top of the lawn. And, uh, yeah, I was digging up, digging holes to put the, the bricks in the, the front walkway and, uh, found out some of that ground's real, real fucking hard. And, uh, mm. the, the, the few, um, grass and clover seeds that did manage to find some purchase in that ground, uh, are real champs. And I feel bad about digging them up. Sure. <laughs> they were, yeah. They yeah. were they were the real ones. I mean, that's what you get for being an outlier. Yeah, as far as your courage and 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 uh, hardy ship hardiness. There we go. Hmm. I feel like I'm the one who's supposed to be in charge of doing a bad job at words on this podcast. Hey, look, <laughs> stepping on my toes here. Okay, fine. Oh, <clears throat> fucking Jesus! This is a weirdly adversarial start to this one. 
Um, um, yeah, you're the one who's supposed to be mad at me um, for making you watch Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, but I'm never, I'm never mad at you about anything else. Yeah, that's true. This is also a podcast about friendship. It is. Uh, that, that Your, your stupid thing about whatever you've done to your property this week um, reminded me of what I was going to do for my what's good, which is... Uh, <laughs> oh, so you did have something. I, yeah, I just forgot it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, f- fine. <laughs> um, which is that a, a large part of, of what I've been doing at work the last couple of months is helping my boss build a deck. Not a large part, but like a significant minority of my time. Right. It's just helping with the deck. You te- and the so deck's coming along pretty good. You you texted to the group chat <laughs> about this, and I didn't ask, is this at his home, or are you guys building a deck it's at, at the- his home? Oh, okay. Yep. Um, yeah, I am, I am sort of in this weird uh, liminal zone between personal assistant and winemaking assistant. Uh-huh. I find it funny. I don't really care. He pays pretty well, and he's and he's a nice guy. So it's like oh, whatever. Building decks is cool. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I'm mostly. I mean, I just like stain lumber and shit. But yeah, like you know, whatever. I don't care. What do you got? You got Who gives a redwood. Shit? I don't know. I don't know anything about building a deck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> he just hands me a bucket of stain and some rollers and says, "Fucking stain these these timbers." And I'm like, oh. okay, man. Okay. And then when you're done with that, drain this <laughs> this fucking toad into these kegs and <laughs> Okay. Sure. All right. Whatever. That's, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I mean so, I, I like I like building stuff. Mm-hmm. Um do you wanna do you wanna watch Star Trek? Do you wanna build a deck? I mean I've already built two here, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> I got all the all the decks I need at the moment. Sure. Yeah, well, maybe once you have a kid or something, build him his own deck. I, I feel like for for whatever reason, maybe it's because like it's one of the only things my dad actually had the patience to teach me how to help him on as far as my dad's like constant renovations and additions and and let's call them wheel projects around mm-hmm. the around the house. Except we had five acres, right? <laughs> um, so there's a lot going on. But yeah, we we built a deck one time, and uh, yeah, it feels like a very uh, father son thing to do is just just constantly build decks. <laughs> <laughs> like it's actually probably a good thing that there are so many like neglectful and bad dads in America because otherwise this continent would be mostly deck by this <laughs> point. <laughs> Well, what you're making me think of is the, <laughs> the, the really shitty deck on my next door neighbor's house. Right. And uh, and what that says about, although I don't think he has any, maybe that's the problem. I don't think he had any boy children. Oh, uh, I think all of, his, yeah. all of his children and- I mean, uh, you're being very and, heteronormative right now, but- I mean, you're the one who made, you, you brought up the father-son activity. Okay, fine. I just followed, I'm just yes-anding your- heteronormative premise women, women can be dads too <laughs> it's true women can be dads <laughs> i think on like honestly i said that kind of as a joke but like the concept of what a dad is in culture that's something that i've definitely known women that oh yeah like no. occupied that space <laughs> absolutely uh, and it I, this just uh occurred to me um recently because we just passed father's day and then you know and mother's day before it um, and the, the thought occurred to me that like, if I was a child of, uh, 
non-binary or you know parents who 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 didn't tr- fall tradition t- didn't fall automatically into yeah. the you know the role yeah, of which this father. is this is a thing that's coming i yeah. mean we'll i think it would probably be, be mostly dead from climate change before this really becomes an issue but you know we might get to mars first i mean we aren't going to mars my man anyway um the uh w- I, what i thought would be funny is if if uh is to like decide every year which one of your parents gets the Father's Day card and which one gets the Mother's Day card? Sure, just like based on it, vibes. Just, ba- just yeah, based on just what whatever's gone on that year. Yeah, you know, like right. parent number one built a deck that year. Yeah, that parent gets Father's Day this <laughs> right, year. Right, and like following year, parent number one um, was like was way more into knitting, and parent number two taught you how to fish. That parent parent number two gets sure. Father's Day that year. Yeah. yeah. Seems fine. I thought that was I, I thought that was a funny. It's not something that you can condense down into a no. It's it's short a, premise. Sure, which is why you posted about it on Facebook. I think I put it on Twitter. Oh yeah, even better. Yeah. Um, I did get famous on Reddit this week. You did. <laughs> that was which, a pretty limp dick joke. I got to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it was just a pretty. Uh, obvious joke yeah well that's what yeah i guess that's what i mean it's yeah. kind of you just said the thing but like i mean like that's how like internet jokes kind of work is like if you're the first person to say the thing yeah i think that was pretty much it because like, like, that's that's honestly like why like a lot of like late night or even like the daily show kind of sucks now because it's like back in the day it was that was just john stewart or more accurately john stewart's writers being the first person to say the thing right and now it's like well the first person to say the thing usually says it like eight minutes after the thing happens yeah but if you're not i mean it's those shows suck for us because we're like cripplingly online and so we see the joke way hours and hours and hours before john stewart's right because we're cool sure yeah Mm -hmm. yeah buddy Mm -hmm. absolutely and good comics yeah yeah we're good people with lives (laughs) when's the last time you did comedy (laughs) fucking um like a year and a half more than a year ago i'm sure um i considered i was gonna pitch this to you that could just come down and do the bit that we were doing via text uh, on stage it wasn't funny though (laughs) i mean i don't know i'm always at a loss for how to open that mic i guess we could do that either that or we could just do it on the podcast yeah Um, just bonus content of me very patiently explaining <laughs> you know what let's not let's not spoil it yeah 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 we could do that peep uh sneak preview listeners it's about non-fungible tokens it is spoilers we do not determine what the word fungible means i know what the word fungible means do you yes god damn it <laughs> What's one of the things that I find most annoying about non-fungible tokens is that that word, I had never heard that word before in my life. And it means it can be exchanged for something else. Still, nobody was using that word. Yes, they were. No, I don't think anybody was. Yes, they were. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't Fuck think, you. I don't think anybody was using that word. I just want to watch Star Trek. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, this week's episode is um, season four, episode 15, First Contact. Oh, this is the one we started watching last N- week. Nope. The one that we started watching Jesus last week Christ. is <laughs> several episodes ahead um, because somehow, it, no, 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 no. It's like two episodes ahead. 
uh, because it's the one after the one that we recorded with Dylan, which will air after this one. So this is episode 15. The one that we already recorded with Dylan is episode 16. And then the one that we don't got. Worry, you know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. So I'm going to have a nice time between now and then. Here we go. You're listening to Star Trek Sucks, the only Star Trek podcast about the expanse. Now back to your hosts, Jack Gunn and Leel Cardoza. Thank you, Christian Evasarova. I still can't believe we got her to record that promo for us. She's such a busy woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, busy running the UN or whatever. Running the entire planet plus. Yeah. Um, so this is such a stupid episode. Did you hate it? I thought, I don't know. I, I fucking hated it because it's, it's, it's them trying to be a, do a smart, high-minded episode. But it's, it's not as bad as some of the other times that they've tried to do a smart. I guess that's true. Yeah, I guess that's true. This is not the worst time they've tried to do a smart, but it's not very good. It's not. Yeah, it, it's they've they've successfully done a smart before. Yeah, they have. Um, there are some that I like where I was like, wow, they did a smart. I feel like it, I feel like it does have a couple of moments that I mean, there were. Yeah, there were definitely a couple of moments, moments that I appreciated. Um, the first thing that the, the first thing that I wrote down that I thought was hilarious um is that so the the premise is that Riker is uh, on an alien planet and he's disguised as an alien, mm-hmm. but he got hurt, so he had to go to the hospital and they figure out he, that he's not from there. I mean, I guess what's what's really distracting to me, first and foremost, through this entire thing, the idea that there's a why would it be Riker that does this? Oh yeah, that's why it. would this be Riker's job? He's the XO of the spaceship. And they established that, no, like, we send people down to check out your culture for years. Which is honestly, I have, I have some problems with There's, their motivations there, but, it, but, but as their motivations are set up, pretty good idea, yeah. honestly. And, and so you can avoid Picard having an does, incident. Yeah, Picard does, does lay that out because that was one of the things that I noted early on is that um, from the film First Contact... Um, the which does canonically it it is before the or no 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 actually canonically it's after this, um, but uh, the uh, the Vulcans who found out that um, that Zephram Cochran had had invented warp drive uh, just happened to be flying by and like picked up a warp signature with their sensors and came down and made contact right and so and that's the only other uh, at least that that I can think of like. Um, Precedent for how first contact. Well, you mean goes. canonically, as in not canonic. Like you mean as in airtime. No, no, no. It, it, bo- it, both chronologically and production-wise, it is after this. Oh, okay. Um, but the event—it's a time travel. Um, oh, god. The, okay. Uh, the, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. gotcha first gotcha. contact is when the Borg travel back in time to st- try and stop the to try and kill humanity or something um, by killing Zephyr Cochran or something. I can't remember the okay. whole plot, but don't care. The next generation crew ends up in 21st century Montana um, and helps Zephyr Cochran develop or do the warp drive for the first time. Mm-hmm. That seems like a create yeah. a time paradox but whatever yeah anyway uh, yeah no so that was one of the things that was nagging at me um early on is i was like wait since when do you guys go down beforehand and, and yeah check out culture and n- stuff. yeah n- which again around like, but like but based Picard on does explain like yeah yeah he's like well, look like we ran into the klingons just we just kind of bumped into them in outer space and it led to a fucking 
decades-long war that probably killed hundreds of thousands of people that didn't need to die. Yeah, at least. Which is like, yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's another way you can handle things, which is don't be expansionist. But like, well, what a, uh, I mean, the show doesn't seem. I mean, I know, like, obviously, we've talked about this. That they, that, that fundamentally, they, they are. Uh, expansionist, but the show doesn't understand that. No, I know. You know, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like the, the, the sort of utopian vision of that is presented by the show is very fucking limited. Yeah. Um, which is several. So there's, there's a point where that that comes up too. Because so jumping. Anyway, sorry, the point I was trying to make is it's, it's fine for them to want to have an inside man reporting on the culture. Why the fuck is it Riker? Well, he's meeting up with the team. There's no team ever established. We, it's established, but we never see it. Okay. So that whatever, no, that, that it's in the text. Oh, but, is that in the text? Yeah. I, I must have missed that. Yeah, yeah, part. yeah. It's it it's bulldozed over. I way mean, too I guess that makes be, so little more sense. It still should be like, yeah, war or like somebody from security that has training for this. Because like Riker's got other shit to do. Well, is the point I'm trying to make. I mean, he. Well, I'm, I don't want to jump ahead. Well, no, fuck it. I'm 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 going to jump to the end because I guess Riker does get out of it. <laughs> well, he, he, he does, doesn't. He doesn't really get out. He almost gets out of a situation by using a, a unique skill that he has. Yeah. Um. But so jumping all the way to the end, they decide that they're not going to discover warp drive. Um. Which I was like, all we've seen from this planet is you know their their government, but. It's within the realm of reason to assume that this planet has private industry. Mm-hmm. That chick just sold the information to private industry after the government told her she couldn't do it anymore, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. No, no, no. She left with the Enterprise. Never mind. Oh, no. Yeah, she pieced out. But yeah. still, like, peep, there's no such thing. In a project that big, there's no such thing as, like, a, a an inventor. Right. Like, inventors don't exist anymore in as much as they ever really did. Because there are dozens and dozens of engineers and programmers that worked on that project that have an idea of what they were working on. They were about ready to launch they a were spaceship, almost which there. means that they have a spaceship built. Yeah, well, and also like a spaceship capable of interstellar travel. Yeah. Not just a which mean, right, 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 not yeah. just going to the moon. Yeah, which means that they have not if, just some cuck yeah. bitch shit like what we've done. If they if they're <laughs> about to 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 test the technology for interstellar travel, that means that they have that they have established the technology of in, of extraplanetary travel yeah, they're, already. They're way past uh, just murdering dogs like the Soviet Union. Yeah. R.I.P. Like. <laughs> Didn't didn't know you were such a Soviet dog stan. She was a cute dog. I mean, all dogs are cute. I know her name was Laika, and she's yeah. a cute dog. I know she's a good she's a good dog. Um, yeah. So so Rikers in a hospital. They um, they one thing I will give them. Um, he actually had a backstory prepared. Yeah, it's not. It's not real very good. good. <laughs> it's just like like all of the all of the questions they have about like why do you just have different organs and appendages than we do? Oh, it's because I'm different. I'm I'm just a mutant freak. I'm just a f- but it, but I did write down that like freak. they're being real ableist. <laughs> <laughs> 
like like if this was made now he would just be like excuse me excuse uh, me are you othering me <laughs> um and the, so one of the things that bothers me that, that yeah, one, one of the biggest nag points for me in this episode is that, so we're talking about a society that has, they, they've developed far enough that they are about to, de, de, they're, they're about to prove the technology for interstellar, interstellar travel. And they still think they are the center of the universe. Yeah, no, that's, again, like, I guess my bitch about this episode is that there are so many stupid things that distract from the meat of the episode. Yeah. Starting with the fact that they all have mittens. They all have just, just crab claw hands. Which <laughs> well, they, they also have little suckers. You would you not have scrap. advanced technology. You would not, your technology would not have advanced beyond the stick. They've, Without prehensile no, fingers. Instead of, instead of, instead of touch screens, they've got sucker screens. Just little suckers. I'll tell you what's a sucker screen is watching this fucking terrible <laughs> TV show. It's for suckers and it's on the screen. Hey, oh. Am I right, folks? Owned. Got they asses. And um, then like, yeah, and then like, yeah, also like the whole thing about like, they have a global centric view of the universe, but they also have warp speed. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> they also, um, because the only name that for their planet that we ever heard here is whatever Mont- Montauk Three, Malcor Three, um, which leads us to the assumption that that's not only what the pla- the, uh, uh, the 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 Federation calls this planet, but also what the people of this planet call this planet. Why? Right? Why would you? Why call would it, you? Call, why would you call it that if you thought it was? Nobody's ever going to call their planet nobody whose whose society evolved to like interstellar understanding um is ever going to name their planet n- a number because you name your planet before you figure out that yep. your planet is in space we don't call earth soul three no we we will always call it earth yeah like i'll put a chip down on that right now this will always be called Earth. Any any planet that is named by a society that developed from rocks and sticks on that planet, yeah, not gonna have a number. Never gonna change. Yeah, not nope. no numbers. No. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, oh, also, just... also, Riker says that he lives on the southern continent. It's like, yeah, that's what they would call that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, there's so there's a ton of those in this. Like, I stopped writing them down eventually because it's like, okay, like, like. Everybody that lives on this planet talks about it like they're on the crew of the Enterprise. Right. And it's like, all right, whatever. Like, again, like, it's just lazy fucking shitty writing that distracts from the story they're trying to tell, which is like, it's fine, I guess, but like, it's just. No, it's not. Yeah, it's Like, you can just see the fucking seams and and the duct tape holding the seams together in this thing i guess is the point i'm trying to make so they go down so Riker comes up missing they go down fucking troy and picard go down first to talk to the scientist who's the only person on the warp speed project Mm -hmm. um they beam her up to the ship which another just bad and unnecessary move in the process of first contact yeah, it seems very clumsy. It's one thing to say, hey, we're out here. There's other planets, other peoples. 
just FYI, you're gonna you're about to develop the technology to come and visit us, so we just wanted to say what's up, right, on their planet, right, um, and and I'm sorry, but they are flexing their power because like they go so they go to Space JFK's office later, um, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the guy uh, he's Space JFK yeah. Um, because he's the one that's like, oh, we're going to have this great leap forward in technology and right. economics and blah, 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 blah. blah. Anyway. Um, and uh, he's like, he he sort of asked them, like, are you trying to display power? And it's like, yeah, no, they're not trying to display power at all by teleporting into your office at will. Right. Like, <laughs> which again, like, I'm sorry that. The show doesn't think that, that that's <laughs> no, what I ha- know. what's happening. But like the here. context behind that is like we could put twelve guys in battle armor with fucking whatever advanced right. weaponry we have in your office anytime we want. Yeah. No, and <laughs> the, the, like, again, the show leans very heavily on the uh, on the fact that no, we're that's not what we do. That's not who we are. That's not blah right. blah blah. But but and this is this is one part like, that I found uh, that I found interesting about this episode and compelling is that that guy his his journey through understanding this is actually uh, pretty good. Yeah, no, he he responds very reasonably basically through the entire episode. Like he does the right thing based on the information he has yeah. the entire episode. You're kind of meant to think that he's a dupe or or a, a dummy, but it's only because you know the characters and you know that like they would quote unquote wouldn't do that or whatever. And but it's like no, no like, I thought like the- that guy that guy <laughs> Absolutely had the correct critiques all the time. Yeah, no, I thought the show gave him like a solid amount of credit. Um, I, and I thought that he, that the scientist chick was like her her whole her yeah. whole situation was like pretty good. It was just the 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 fucking uh, the security guy whose space, character was like space Alan Dulles. You don't know who Alan Dulles? Jesus fucking Christ! Is he the guy that Dulles? He was Air the Port first. Is? Well, yes, actually. Yeah. He was First also head of the CIA. Yes. Okay. Uh, also, <laughs> uh, invented waterboarding. I mean, he killed JFK. Oh, okay. Allegedly, um, my, not not Minecraft. like d- right. didn't pull the trigger or anything, but it's like maybe. Probably. Let me put it this way: if I am in charge of a nation. Well, regardless of whether or not he did that, that means that he was in charge of the CIA at the time that when the United States was doing all of the fuckery in Central and South America. Uh, I mean, at the beginning of it, it like JFK fired him. Oh, he did. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, he was he was very much in charge during the like the beginning of the fuckery in Cuba. And uh, I mean, Korea. He he invented the concept of brainwashing because um, U.S. fighter pilots had been captured after ejecting over Korea, and said, and had like confessed on TV that they were using biological weapons. And then he invented the concept of brainwashing and said, "No, they've been brainwashed to say that." And then was like. Shit, actually, I wonder if we could actually do that. And then started MK Ultra, um, and then you know, like, like was doing a lot of cool assassination stuff. That and then like JFK was like a principled liberal, probably the last principled liberal, <laughs> uh, 
um, to occupy that much or that high of a hall of power and was like, hey, I'm getting kind of sick of your shit, uh, especially after the Bay of Pigs, which and fired him. How, how did the Bay of Pigs go? Bad. Okay. Uh, it was a real oinker. <laughs> the first person to ever make that joke. Uh, zing. <laughs> zing. Got his ass. And then fired him. And then, uh, I don't know if you've heard about what happened to JFK, but a, a young Bernie Sanders shot him in the head mm-hmm. uh, and neck first, and then the head. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and uh, when uh, when the Warren Commission came together, uh, to investigate the JFK assassination. Alan Dulles insisted that he be on it, and everybody was like, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And so he was basically the head of the investigation into uh, the JFK assassination when he really should have probably been one of the main suspects or at least subjects of the investigation. Hmm. Oh, let, it, let me put it this way. If you had a guy that was in charge of killing people, and then you were like, hey, I don't like how many people you've been killing, you're fired, and then you got killed, and I was like, hey, let's figure out what who killed Leo, and the guy you had that was in charge of killing people that you fired was like, yeah, I'll figure it out. I don't think I'd hire that guy to do it. I, 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 will, I would definitely agree that that was a bad choice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Space Alan Dulles. Yeah. So that was a really weird diversion. I'm sorry, everybody. So spa- it, this is an educational podcast about uh, the history of the CIA and I've been the expanse. reading and listening to a lot of stuff around Cuba, which means a lot of stuff around Kennedy. And yeah. The Kennedy assassination is fucking wacky. But anyway. Um. Anyway, yeah, so that guy is he's just a one dimensional character and he sucks. He's a conservative. It's like he's yeah. he's just he's just like I don't I don't I don't my wanna, way of I, life. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And like to jump ahead a little bit, he actually like he he's a principled conservative because he actually yeah. like wants to sacrifice his life, something that Alan Dulles never would have done. Yeah. Um, I, I have to give him that I couldn't remember how this yeah, episode he, ended. He believes in what he says, which is just like our way of life will be destroyed if we if we become galactic citizens, which is like, fucking maybe. I don't know. I mean, you definitely cannot live this. You cannot have uh, the same so- type of society that you had before you knew that there were other creatures that you could contact throughout the universe. Well, and like that's like true. One I mean, of, that's valid. One of the things he says is that like conquerors have all have always come. Like overseas conquerors in our history have always come saying that we come in peace, and it's like, yep, yeah, no, nah, yeah. you, you have definitely learned a lesson of history that, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same attitude that the Klingons from Discovery had from from season one of Discovery yeah. had, yeah. Uh, no, I but the difference there was the, the, actually no, the fucking same difference with both of these, and this, and and I'll get, I'll, I'll I'll give this criticism to the Klingons in Dis- in season one of Discovery, and the the same criticism to these people as well. If you don't want, and and well, fuck, 
I got to give the criticism more to the Klingons than to these people because at least this guy is consistent in saying, look, no, I don't want to go to space. I don't want. I don't want us going to space. I don't want to find out that there are other people in space. I don't want to. I don't want to have anything to do with that. I want to stay here, and I want us to just be the people that we are. Whereas the Klingons have explored oh, yeah, out, yeah. outside of their planet. Right. They have found other people, and they are interacting with other people, and they're still like, you guys better stop coming and trying to be nice to us. Yeah, no, it's 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 the uh, the civilization, I guess, from last week's episode, where they're like, like they have advanced technology that can easily destroy anybody that comes in that no one knows they're there, mm-hmm. and like that's how they defend themselves. It's like, yeah, that's the way to go. Like just just to, just completely surround yourself with with Maginot lines. Yeah, because the problem with the Maginot line is that the Germans figured out to go around. Yeah. Um, which didn't exist in World War One. Well, going around existed, but tanks large enough to level the Ardennes forest didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I really, I, I fucking love the Maginot Line. It's like, it's one of my favorite things about World well, it's, War Two. It's such a perfect example of like everybody fights last, yeah, the last war. Yeah, exactly. Well, the winners fight the last war, right? But it, because it's just because like, the losers get their armies dismantled and then make new armies with new people and new doctrines. Yeah. The winners are always fighting the last war. Yeah. No, I fucking love which the, does the, which the, bodes really well for the uh people currently at the seat of empire who have won every war that they or at least tied every war. What's the last war we actually won though? World War Two probably <laughs> Panama kind of Korea I don't know about that, I buddy. I don't know if we won Korea, man. <laughs> I mean, we... We've convinced we, ourselves that we've won every war. Let me put it that way. We certainly... T- we have told ourselves that we've won every war. We certainly since we at ascended least, to this, to, at least at this mountain. Tied the Vietnam police action. <laughs> we have not won a goddamn thing in the Middle East in the last 40 years of fighting there. One could argue... That we've made things much worse. One could. One could argue that the United States is directly responsible for the uh, the rise to power of um, the, the most notorious terrorist to ever attack the United States. Yes. One could, one could say that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one could argue that we have millions and millions of bodies on our on our hands one could one could argue that just in during the 70s in southeast asia we did holocaust numbers Mm. yeah one could anyway this episode of star trek the thing that happens i'm looking at my notes we're so far off the fucking rail we have not been this far off the rails in a really long time so i guess good job us i'm having a nice time yeah um we oh, talked okay. about the kennedy assassination <laughs> so uh eventually we get to Riker attempting to escape which is the best part of the episode it's it's so weird and bad and dumb but like very funny it's, like it's really like it's funny. them attempting to do comedy which they have they have attempted and successfully done yeah. some comedy yeah. like like the data the data smiling while yeah. he was dancing thing Data smiling when he's about to score scene from that Data's Day episode is the funniest fucking thing that's ever happened in the show. This is them trying to do comedy, but it like the show, like the episode suddenly moves to a 
not particularly well written, like a very lazy last minute Saturday Night Live sketch parodying the show. Yeah, and just for that one scene. For that one scene, and then it goes back to a serious tone. It's yeah. fucking weird. It is really weird. <laughs> so Riker is finally, I guess, well enough that he tries to escape from his hotel room. He uh, goes to a window. He picks up a bench. He's about to try and smash the window with the bench. And then Baby Newworth comes in in alien makeup. Um, oh, I didn't. It, I didn't know that actor's actress's name. She's but. most she, so she's she's um, Niles Crane's wife on. Uh, oh, that's or, right. Or not Niles. Is it Niles Crane or or Fraser? Fraser's she's, wife. She's Fraser's yeah, wife. She's Fraser's wife. Which, yeah. Um, fucking Diane Marino. Yes, but. exactly. <laughs> and and being a extremely bookish and extremely sexy. Yeah. Like that's her. That's her thing. Yeah. Like that is yeah, what yeah. she is most. Yeah. That yeah. and and. Um, and that's yeah, because that, I was. I, it took me a second to realize uh, who she was because I was like, I've definitely seen that woman. Okay, looking that, nerdy and yeah. and exuding fuck energy before. I think that was like giving me some cognitive dissonance because yeah. I, I think subconsciously I was like, what, what's up? Yeah, yeah. So she walks in. She tells him that's not going to work. He does the <laughs> the most <laughs> fucking hilarious. It is the funniest. I wish we I wish we had the timestamp for when this happens because this is the only part of this episode you need to watch. But it is so goddamn funny. I should see of if him I can just turn it into a gif or something of him just casual, like trying to do a casual. Oh, I was just actually moving yeah. this bench over here so I could lean on it on its side. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I wasn't trying to throw it through the window. Yeah. It is. It's. It's. It's the. It's the getting caught looking at something, and then you like look up. Uh, you know, look look away or look. You know, look out a window or something like that. Except instead of getting caught looking, you were caught holding an entire bench over your head and half swing halfway yeah, into halfway swinging it through a window yeah, and trying to play that off. <laughs> And he doesn't. Yeah, like Frakes does an amazing job of being like. <laughs> I mean, doing, I guess, what you would do I, to just be like... I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you do. Your when impulse you get, would be to do that. Yeah. But it's Even just... Even like, like... It's the casual lean. Yeah. It's, like, he really commits to it. Like, I mean, I, like, my impulse would be to, like, put it down and then lean on and then be like, I don't know who I'm fucking kidding here. <laughs> <laughs> was so good. I was trying to break the window with the bench. <laughs> So, Baby Newworth's character's <laughs> entire character uh, is that she wants to fuck an alien. Yep. And yes, that's very does. explicitly happened. Oh, yeah. So, it's it's weird because it starts out like, I forget the dialogue exactly, but like, it kind of starts out with like the normal like Riker talking to any woman on any planet ever kind of dialogue where she's kind of like, well, I can probably figure out another way to help you out, you know, and it's just yeah. like that kind of stuff where you're like, hey, yeah, Riker, Riker might fuck, and then yeah. and then and then it's just like, it is absolutely explicit. The they old- just slam it into overdrive, yeah. and and she's just like, oh, I've always wanted to make love to an alien, and he's like, Ex-, like even Riker is like. <laughs> What is happening in the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, I think the I, I think your uh, your comment about it being like an SNL co- parody of this show is dead on. Yeah, because yeah, that's except the- for like like Frakes slash Riker did not get the memo because like his reaction is like, what? <laughs> yeah, why? What? Why? What is going on? on why the would show? this happen right why now? Why would this be the thing? <laughs> why would this happen? <laughs> yeah. And so, so she she wants to smash, uh, cut to an unknown amount of time later outside. Okay, so I do I do want to yeah. So she the, explicitly so they, is like the only way you are getting yeah. out of here is if I get that dick. Right, and then they cut to an establishing shot of the outside, and then go back to her letting him out, which yeah. is like nope, that's the ellipses. Yeah, that's the dot dot dot, but. <laughs> I do want to note that uh, as hot as that woman is, the flippers are kind of. I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> Again, suction cups. So. <laughs> I don't know that I need suction cups on my dick. <laughs> do you know that you don't, though? I don't know anything about my dick anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't clip that. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, anyway, yeah, so we, we get through the just suddenly SNL version of Star Trek. Yeah. And then like, also, this was all for nothing. He gets, she, she distracts right, the guards. Her escape plan sucks dick. No, she's awful. She distracts the guards directly outside of his room. Honestly, that kind of makes me like her character more because that means she didn't ever actually have a plan to get him out of there. Yeah, she just she wanted... just wanted a fucking alien, which is also like, <laughs> I mean, not to like dig into this too much, but like, they have flippers. They don't really have like a good prehensile grip, which means their dicks have to be kind of different. I mean, they've de- well, they've got a thumb though. I know, I'm just saying, like, does his dick work with her dick receptacle? Who fucking... I don't know. I mean, apparently it worked well enough for her to let him out. (laughs) I mean, you say that, who knows how satisfied she was. She seemed happy. Yeah, that's true. But I think that it was, you know, in large part, it was just accomplishing the act. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was just like fantasy, like like checking off a box. Yeah, there's yeah. no reason to believe that Riker had any even baseline competency, sexual competency. With well, you got to figure he's under stress too. I mean, under a tremendous amount of stress, I have to imagine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he like it takes I don't know 15 seconds for him to just get mobbed and kicked. It. Yeah. Kicked yeah. almost to death. Yeah, he goes out the door around like one corner and then just gets his entire fucking skull kicked in. Yeah. Oh, that well, it's his kidneys specifically. Right. But he's also what, that's think, what his injury was before. I think he's also got head damage. Well, she specifically says his renal system. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I think his skull does get fucked up cuz yeah. he's wearing like a bandages and shit but yeah um anyway but so yeah so he goes back to the fucking hospital and there's been all of this uh you know back and forth between picard and space kennedy and the scientist chick um then that i don't know it gets pretty long at this point yeah it, it, it's it's 
sort of some very dry negotiations, which makes that that scene, that like dumb soap opera scene of I've always wanted to make love to an alien, <laughs> even weirder. So because weird. it's just like, it's like going from reverse, or it's, it's like getting on the freeway and going from fifth gear to reverse back to fifth gear. <laughs> Your car is just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, eventually the fucking um, uh, space Dallas tries to kill himself, but he gets um, phaser cucked because it's not on kill. Um, and yeah, there's a new rap name for you, phaser cuck. <laughs> um, phaser cucked by the stun setting. Um, but and uh, and they all get transported up to the ship and blah 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 and then um, the the space JFK decides hey we're not going to do this, mm-hmm. um, which I don't. At least I thought that was less than obvious as far as yeah, the yeah, way yeah. things were going to go. Yeah, no, I I actually kind of like that ending. Uh, I don't. I think it's. I think it's bad politics but it's also like yeah that's what that character would do i think so um well it's like also like like i talked about jfk being like the last principled liberal um like jfk actually believed that by opposing communism but also initiating like real actual fair play free trade with with the rest of the world that he could actually like make a good world without communism. That was cute, huh? <sighs> well, <laughs> how'd that go for him? I forget. Mm. <laughs> Did it go bad? There's a film you should watch. Uh... <laughs> oh, Muppets take Manhattan. No, it's only about like eight seconds long. Oh, it's a pretty quick watch. Oh, you mean the movie eight seconds about bull riding? Nope. Oh, okay. No, it's called the Zapruder film. Oh, um, uh, that is that. that it's pretty gross. Yeah, uh, it's, <laughs> it's extremely gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the end of my notes. Um, so our the uh, alien science lady um, gets assigned quarters on the ship, and we will never hear from her again. Uh, uh, I assume that that yeah. that character was never coming back, even though she just abandoned I her. mean like she like she really doesn't have any characteristics other than I like space yeah. which is like that's everybody in yeah. the show obviously cuz like why else would you be there unless you're O'Brien I guess where you, and you're just kind of like going where life takes you <laughs> which is why he's my favorite character yeah. <laughs> O'Brien does kick ass <laughs> Yeah um yeah no that's about all I got to you I uh oh yeah like I did have one other note, which uh, uh, the 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 lady and Picard are like, well, how are you going to like people kind of know something happened, mm-hmm. and like Space JFK like kind of has a good answer, which is like, yeah, it's just gonna become stories. Yeah, yeah, like like all of this stuff just turns into stories. Like like all of the that's I think that's why I've like talk so much about like conspiracy theory stuff and like deep state stuff and all that shit on this episode is because like yeah it just becomes stories it becomes the x-files right it becomes you know uh it becomes marvel movies and like you know like 
all that stuff just sort of diffuses through culture and like what we what we actually like agree upon is just sort of this like mutual obligation to each other in one way or another, whether it's through the market or through a you know more humane mean mm-hmm. means. Sure. Uh, don't edit that. I didn't. You weren't going to. No. Um, certainly. Um, but it's like, yeah, like, like weird shit happens all the time, and then like we kind of just metabolize it. Or, well, that's kind of my my um, feeling on, especially like old conspiracy theories. Like, I have very little patience for contemporary conspiracy theories like QAnon and shit like that because I'm like no that's definitely not the case and if it is the case you're never going to figure it out you're never actually going to be on the inside of it so right. like d- like re- reconfiguring your entire life and uh, uh, around this is is it's insane behavior like the, it I mean yes there are forces that that we don't understand that control the world that we live in be in ways beyond what we can see um, and that's always going to be the case um, yes. just f- fucking like have a sandwich and hang out with your friends. Like you're not going to be the guy, like the guy in the movie who, 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 who brings it all crashing down and exposes all of the government conspiracies has never happened. Well, yeah. And like, I think that's, that's the thing I find like kind of troubling about QAnon is not like that they b- believe. Cause like what they believe is like, it's like a paint by numbers that they painted all fucking wrong. Like the, right. the overall outline is kind of correct. Like, yeah. Like the people that that are well, it's at a, the <laughs> at the pinnacles of power are like. like it's a, they, it's they, a paint by numbers that they've painted all wrong, and then but it's a paint by numbers puzzle where they have uh, they have taken all the pieces and put them together in the wrong order. And then painted over everything to make it look like the picture is a, is like what what it's supposed to be, like it's actually a thing. But what they've done is taken all the pizza pieces, put them together all wrong, and then they are understanding the, then they are understanding the connections between the pieces all wrong as well. Sure, you, yeah, sure. Make make uh, try to top my metaphor for some reason. Uh, also, you you accidentally said pizza in there, so. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it accidentally, Jack? Did I exact, say it by accident? Exactly. Was it an accident? Exactly. Was, was it an accident <laughs> pizza? But no, it's like, yeah, like the people that like rule over us uh, are like depraved maniacs that are doing just like, like desecrations. But like not like ritual desecrations, but it's like the ritual desecration is like, like Don Jr. And fucking Eric Trump going and killing an elephant, mm-hmm. you know, cause that's, a, that's a ritual desecration. Yeah. That's like killing something that like almost everybody on the planet loves to just be like, yeah, I can do this and you can't, that's a ritual desecration, you know, and like, and like, yeah, they're all friends. They all have, they're, they're all in a, in a, you know, cabal, if you want to call it that, but it's like, that's not them meeting in the basement of a fucking pizza restaurant. That's them going to the same social clubs that you will never even know the address to. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so it's just... Anyway, the thing I find troubling about QAnon is like... Because, like, I know that stuff, but I still have, like, friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? And I still, like, just go to work and I, I eat a sandwich, as you said earlier. I've, I've had a sandwich today. 
eat a sandwich almost every day. Yeah. Because um, it's a good good food it's unit. A, it's a good way to get food into yes. your body. Uh, especially if you're a busy guy building a deck for your <laughs> boss. Um, but like the conspiracy stuff has gotten deranged enough with the QAnon people that they are actually starting to dip out of society. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, like there's a ton, there's a ton, a ton of stories about like people losing their older relatives and just being like, I can't even talk to this person anymore. Yeah. I don't like that. They, uh, there's just nothing to say to them. It's interesting. I can't have them around. And it's like, well, like losing society is like where problems actually really start. Yeah. You know, um, uh, it, the there's been a lot of uh, comparisons been made between QAnon and like the Satanic Panic of the 80s, um, and it is I mean like clearly this the the current or at least the the Save Our Children aspect of QAnon because it is really like the QAnon is every current conspiracy every available conspiracy theory in a blender at this point because um, they think they're yeah. they're like they're pulling in flat earthers and alien people yeah it really it really is like a synthesis yeah. of of like far right conspiracy theories and then like the hippie shit, which was like, I mean, I guess people considered it left, but it never really was because it was just hyper individualistic. But I wonder if, um, cause the satanic panic, like uh, the, to me at least the, and I was pretty young at that time and it never really affected me that much. Um, but it, the hallmark of it was like community based and church based. And so, and, and so it was the same like deranged unfounded fear, um, and it was and it was similarly based on on lies, but it was groups of people like interacting with each other face to face. And there was you know, there was certainly an aspect of, you know, like high t- like uh, high level paranoia and, um, you know, uh, Salem, witch trials, McCarthyism, whatever you want to call it, of, you know, people not trusting their neighbors. Um, but the degree to which QAnon um, has like it is so heavily reliant on the internet because at least to my, to, to my perception of it, people can't find enough people like there, there, it wouldn't have been possible for, for this thing to become what it has. Um, if everybody had to find other people face to face to talk about these conspiracy theories right. and for them to, yeah. to, uh, to incubate, like it had to go, it had to, it, it required fucking, um, what is his name? Jim Walton or uh, Watkins? Watkins, Jim Watkins. Yeah. Um, which fuck that guy? God, what an asshole! I mean, every audio clip I've heard of him, it's like this is just a crazy guy that like accidentally did crazy. Real sorry, real good. sorry to be ableist. A mentally ill man. Um, I don't even know if mentally ill is the right way to like. No, I mean he he is like he's gone. Like there's there's something really wrong. Like, cause you you hear videos of him like speaking off the cuff and stuff, and it's like no one talks like this, man. Uh, like, I don't think I've heard him not, talk. This is not how people talk. But like, I keep hearing shit like Mike Mike Lindell, um, and he's com- completely out of his mind. Um, and and uh, what's his name? The fucking uh, the the uh, the lawyer guy. Um, oh, Lynn Wood. Yeah, Lynn yeah. Wood. Like you listen to Lynn Wood talk, 
that guy's insane. Yeah, no, I uh, I mean Mike Lin- com- Mike Lindell is a quote unquote recovered crack addict. If you catch my drift, um, you think that's it? You think he's just on a bunch of drugs? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that dude is just zooted okay. uh, all the time. I mean, oh, his his personal story is like he did a, lo- a bunch of crack and then he stopped, and it's like you watch him talk. It's like bullshit. You stop doing cocaine, man. He's do- he's on he's on <laughs> allegedly. Something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I mean that that makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah, because he's just like yeah the but yeah you watch Lynn Wood talk and. It's when just, Wood just seems like a trauma case or something. Like I don't fucking know, yeah. man. Well, I, well, I mean, his his early child. I actually just listened to a thing about Winwood. Um, like, like he just like came home from a soccer game once when he was like fourteen, and his dad had beaten his mom to death. Oh God! <laughs> and just, <laughs> oh fuck! And, and like, and then like his his stated motivation for becoming an attorney was seeing how hard the attorneys tried to defend his dad, even though he knew his dad had done it and was a bad person for doing it. He just like wanted to do that work because he thought it was honorable. Whoa. There's some psychology there. I have to imagine. (laughs) Um, yeah. Like Linwood just seems like a, a just sad, broken old man who just like had been carrying the the traumas of his childhood for a long time and finally fucking broke under them. Wow. I mean like all these people are are just sort of like victims of their own psychology or yeah, or, I mean, or, or or just a system that like if if you're enough of a monster it will give you everything you think you want but like the thing you actually want is to not be a monster. Right. You know, but like to get the thing that you, the things you think you want, you have to keep doubling down on being a monster until you're just so far gone that there's nothing that can help you, and you're just a, you're, you're yeah. just an irredeemable person. Yeah, you're, I mean, that's you're Tony like, Soprano or you're, you're Donald I don't Trump. Know. Yeah, thank you for stepping on that. That's where I was going. Oh, sorry. You're Wiggle Cardoza. <laughs> that is. A bridge too far, sir. <laughs> Look at the splendor that you live in. That is the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty that good. Is, that may be the end of this podcast. <laughs> this has been Star Trek Sucks. I'm sorry. Live long, prosper, and watch out for holes. And fake friends, apparently. <laughs>